Welcome to a Word of Influence episode 23 tonight, as it is night. I'm with a really dear friend that I graduated high school with. Or did you graduate with me? I can't remember. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, I was like, did you? Or yeah. no? 2010, right? 2010? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whitney Cox. Today, we're going to be talking to her about a little bit about her book, a little about what this podcast is about, just to give her insight, and, you know, just talk about life for a little bit. <laughs> So, how you been? <laughs> been pretty good. Can't complain. Just working. Doing school. Yeah, staying out of trouble. Trying to. It's a little hard to do. I mean. So tempted to do everything. No, not really. <laughs> so busy. I mean, like, you're, like, so, I guess we can start with that. Like, how hard is it for you, as you are a mom, to balance everything out? Uh, I literally <laughs> schedule my day to the minute. Do you? Yeah. I work, um, I work. I go to school, I take 15 credit hours in school, and I come home and, you know, raise a two-year-old by myself. And, you know, there is no free time unless he's asleep. Oh, really? But, yeah. So, it's, uh, it's a little difficult, but, you know, once you once you get on that schedule, then everything's a little easier. You know, just I live by the schedule. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, some people need to live by a schedule, because, like, me, it's, like, any second, any time. Just go ahead and go like, oh, well, I'll do this or like this or like just make another plan. But like. Oh, yeah. It's very stressful, too, when something happens and like ruins your schedule. This is not okay. I'm (laughs) way too OCD for this. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, dang. Like, like, what's going on? Like, why did you have to get sick? (laughs) Now I got to clean everything. I got to do all this. And this is throwing me off schedule. (laughs) That. Oh, like, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I guess whenever I have a kid, I, I can understand what you're talking about, yeah. you're like, yo! Oh, yeah, it's a lot different, it's a lot different, because it's like you have somebody that you have to take care of, they depend on you, whereas, you know, you're, you know, it's not just yourself anymore, so it's a lot different, you got, and plus, you always want what's best for them, so you try and schedule everything the best that you can, manage your time the best you can, spend as much time with them. Mm-hmm, so... What's one of the biggest challenges you're facing right now? Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I would say probably just being in school and raising a baby is probably the hardest. I mean, it's not hard to raise a kid. It's common sense. Make sure they're fed. Make sure they're clothed. Keep them clean. Make sure that they're, you know, getting a good education, everything like that. But when you got to throw in working and then school also, you know, it's like trying to finish all of your homework. So, you know, I can't do my homework until he goes to bed. Mm-hmm. There's no way. He's right up in my face, playing on the computer. I can't write a paper that way. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would honestly say that that's probably the hardest obstacle is trying to just get everything done mm-hmm. and on time with him. Now, I guess that's a good question because, like, we see some women that don't actually even go to school after high school and they end up having kids. Do you feel like you're trying to beat that stereotype of like being a good mom? Like, because you want the best, what's best for your kid, right? So, right. Um, I don't think that it's necessarily like me trying to out, you know, I guess beat everybody. Or beat that stereotype, it's more just, I want what's best for my son, you know? Exactly. So it's like, I was a bartender, and I don't want to be a bartender the rest of my life. I don't want to work those hours, you know, coming home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm tired, and then I'm tired all day. 
So that I, I can't hang out with my child very mm-hmm. much because I'm working crazy hours. That's you know I don't want that. I didn't want that. So I decided to go back to school, start doing that, and work into a field where I'll be making money to where I can financially support me and him by ourselves. And I have to worry about it, right? <laughs> you know, like and if something like a sickness happens, I don't have to freak out because it comes off of my schedule. Or for example, you know you have a blowout. I don't have to worry about it. I would be able to financially be able to take care of that. Right well, now, I can't do that. You know, like a blowout. What do you mean? Like a tire. Like, oh, so like oh, okay. you drive oh, yeah. I, like, yeah. I wasn't concerned that's what you meant. Yeah. I was like, huh? Yeah, but like, so pretty much you wanted to change the scenery, which is good. Like, always good to change scenery. Always want to move up. Yeah. But I, <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to be that girl that's, you know, mooching off of the government or, you know. Yeah living off of child support which I don't get you know yeah. I don't get the child support I don't get the help from his father it's just me mm-hmm. and you know it's like I I don't necessarily look at it as a competition but more just to make sure that my kid doesn't struggle mm-hmm. so I guess that's what pushes me the most is to make sure that he's taken care of yes yes, yes. like even me personally like I graduated college like mm-hmm. a couple two years ago yeah, I graduate this December. I can't wait. Wait to see you walk. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> <That makes sense. laughs> it's like all this hard work. And then I'm actually going further. Um, I've accepted an offer with KWC. So. Okay. I like to hear, I like that mentality. Yeah. But like, I was saying like, I understand where you're coming from, like struggles. Cause like, I, remember I graduated college and then went straight into working. Right. But it was at a fast food joint. Not right. what I wanted to go to school for, you exactly. know? So it's like, uh, like no car, no way, depending on others. And it's like, there's got to be something better than this. I know there has to be. And like, also I put myself in the mentality of like, okay, I'm catching a bus. I always say I want to live in New York or Chicago. So like, okay, they do this on the regular. This is nothing. Right. Like I start getting a more positive mindset and like, it just start clicking. Like, okay, I know what I want to do. Like, this is fun. And like, here we are podcasting right, right now. I know. It's so cool. You have your own podcast. That, to me, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, I've actually, a lot of my friends tell me all the time they wish that I would start a YouTube channel. Why not? <sighs> I don't know. What's it sounds cool? super awkward. <laughs> Be awkward, though. I know. And that's what sells. That's what sells me is my awkwardness. Yeah. But, um, no, they're always saying like, you know, they, they want me to do stand-up comedy. And you want to do comedy? I don't want to. They want me to. You know, so <laughs> I'm, like, a little scared. You know, I'm like, I know I'm funny, but at the same time, I'm not that funny. I mean, why stand-up comedy? That's I don't know. Like... And I feel, like, I feel like if I did stand-up comedy, that it would everybody would know my whole personal life. I mean... You know, it's like my life is technically, <laughs> literally a joke. I mean, like... <laughs> you know? I think that's everybody. Though. I know, but it's like I don't want everybody thinking like I'm this idiot, because you know? <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like I just I make really fun. Like people follow me on Snapchat all the time, and they're like, "Please, please do a YouTube channel." These you could do ones. it easily. <sighs> yeah, I don't have time for it right now. Maybe okay. one day. Okay. One day. Why? Why one day? You can do it. Get you started right I'm now. I'm way too busy as it is now. <laughs> yeah. Like, God, I'm lucky to get a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that feeling yeah, too. It's so like... nasty. I know I do take care of myself, but. 
Like, it's it's just, definitely, there's some days where I'm like, is it worth it? <laughs> like, is the shower I'm so worth tired. It? <laughs> like, I said that too. It's like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff. Why exactly. do I gotta hop in the shower? I just wanna go to sleep. <laughs> then I was like, I can't take, I can't take a shower in the morning because I'm not a morning person at all. At all. I'm, I'm the worst morning person. <laughs> I can't. I mean, my son's the same way too. I actually have to wake him up in the morning. If it goes up to him, he would sleep till 10 in the morning. Really? Yeah, I was like, nope, I gotta go to work. Come on. <laughs> Why? Like, you, you're so, yeah, I gotta get up early for work, too. I would too. rather have 15 extra minutes in the sleep, like, in the morning. So, it's not the same. Like, I can't shower in the morning. I can't so, do it. Yeah, so you are a nighttime shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> The showery hour. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it really makes a difference, though, because you can get, like, extra 15 minutes, like you're saying. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, me, because I'm still with my mom. She's like, so, if you get up at 7, like, and you both got to work at 8, it's like, oh, God, like, women take a little longer in yeah, the bathroom. <laughs> so, it's like, okay. Actually, I get ready really fast, luckily. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those girls that, but I also don't take a lot of time to, like, put myself together. I'm like, all right. We're going to wear a hat today. <laughs> I mean, some days I wake up and I'm like, do I really want to wear pants? So I'll put a dress on. <laughs> and I always get compliments. They're like, you look so cute today. It's like, thanks. Just didn't want to wear pants. You know? Really? I just didn't feel like I didn't want to wear pants today, so a dress it was. <laughs> well, that's good, though. But we can play it off, though. Yeah. I can go like, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't want Perry going without a pants. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got to have the shorts on. <laughs> Gotta have something on. Now, you said you're writing a book. Yep. Well, I'm attempting to. Attempting to. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna go by really slow. Just, you know, I am as busy as I am. So, mainly it's like when I'm on break from school, it's kind of when I have more time to focus on it. But, I mean, it's gonna take me a while to write it just because there's so much that I wanna say. And it's like I just don't have all this time to actually just sit and write it. So, right now, um, I've got, like, this little journal going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just, like, my ideas of what I want in the book and what I want to do. And then, you know, I read those, and it kind of is like, all right, I know what this chapter is going to be. So, basically, the book, though, is um, The Diary. Oh, snap. Pretty much. Let's, um, let's dive into it a little bit. Yeah. So, do you keep a journal at your bedside? Mm-mm. You don't do that? No, this isn't, like, so... What I mean by a diary is it's not necessarily like a day-to-day diary. It's kind of like diary entries is what it'll be. Um, so each diary entry is a different story. I guess that's what you could say. So. Okay, okay, so what's the premise? Um, so, you know how, okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and like lay it out. Um, so it's a book about my life. Okay. Um. But it's also um, a book about other people's lives, too. So, not necessarily just my life. I'm bringing in a couple other people to um, get their insight, you know, some of their stories. So, basically, some of their diary entries as well. Um, So, it's not just all me. So, is it more like a project with other people? Kind of, um, it's just like a couple of my friends that I know that have been through some stuff, um, like this one girl, um, 
she was in drugs really bad. Like, she wasn't on them. She was in that lifestyle. She was forced to sell herself. She was forced to do a lot of things. Um, so she's going to kind of tell her story about that. Uh, now, you know, she's happily married. She's an awesome mom. Um, but she was kind of stuck. Stuck? Yeah, she was stuck. She she didn't have any way out. Um, and then she got out, met her husband, and, you know, things are really going great for you know, so that's going to be something that I'm going to pull in as well. She'll be mentioned. Mainly, it's going to be things from my life. So, each diary entry is going to be a story. So, like, for example, um, one of my stories is going to be something along the lines. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what yeah. the story is. No, I don't want to give it no, away. No, but, don't give uh, away your story. But basically, it's going to be about, like, a relationship that I had um, that went south. And um, just things that I've gone through in my life growing up, um, the way I was treated growing up, the things that happened to me growing up. Um, so basically, in one of the stories, it's going to explain everything that I had gone through and how I overcame that, how I got through it instead of taking my life. And um, at the end of each diary entry, the little logo of it is going to be Know Your Word. The title of the book is Know Your Word. Know Your Word. So it's to really get the word out to, you know, mainly women, just because I'm, you know, I'm a woman. Most women go through these problems that I have faced, not as bad as what I have faced, but men don't normally go through those yeah. type of issues that women go through. Um, but they're, you know, I definitely don't want men not to read it. You know, I want them to read it, get a good view on what women go through and how, you know, a lot, you know, maybe even if their girlfriend had gone through something like that's going through a hard time, you know, they can read it. They can see how I went through it, how I overcame it and how I moved past it and how I grew from it. Mm -hmm. So what made you just decide that you wanted to write it, though? Um, I was laying in bed one night and I was just miserable absolutely miserable um i was in a horrible relationship i was not happy uh you know i was a i don't know I, at the time i wasn't even pregnant i was just going through a lot of things and i was like this is not normal no one should feel this way no one should sit in bed wondering if it's if anybody's going to miss them. So it was like, that really pushed me. It's like, this is my calling. God has obviously let me know that I need to say something. I need to stand up. Mm -hmm. You know, and so at the beginning of the book, you know, most people have a um, dedication page for their book, you know. My loved ones, my family who helped me, blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. I didn't have that. I didn't have that help. I can't just go to my family and be like, hey, I'm hurting emotionally, physically. I'm being hurt. I'm being abused. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. this is going on. Can't do that. They're not sympathetic people. I love them to death. They're great people. But that's something that you just don't tell your family. You know, you don't just open up and be like, hey, man, like, you know, this isn't what happened. But, hey, man, like. I'm getting raped right now. I got raped last night. You can't just go tell a family member that, you know. Yeah, that's that's yeah, hard to say. Yeah. You know, 
But there is, you know, rape, sex, drugs, alcohol, um, molestation, uh, you know, all of these kind of topics are in the book. You know, so and a lot of that's why I said a lot of women go through those things. You know, more women are raped versus men. Um, more women are sexually molested normally at a younger age. It's easier to sexually molest a little girl than it is to a little boy. In my in my thought, you know, that might not be our true statistic. Well, the thing is, though, it's like if a guy claims that he's raped and it's like a bullshit, you should go ahead and had sex with the girl. So basically, my my uh, you know my uh, page. It's going to have the suicide hotline on it instead of, you know, so my dedication payer is going to have a suicide hotline, um, which I, I'm not a suicidal person. I don't have suicidal thoughts. Uh, have I before? Absolutely. I feel like everybody kind of growing up, um, going through rough times more so had suicidal thoughts, um, which I hated that, you know, I felt really insecure about that. And that's a whole reason why I wanted to write a book about it too, you know? If I can help somebody prevent taking their life or make them feel like their life is more normal than what they think. Because I felt so isolated a lot because I felt like I was the only one going through these problems. And then I met um, a couple of my friends who had also gone through the same thing. And um, it made me feel more normal. It made me feel like I was more accepted and that it was okay that it happened. It, it's not okay that it happened to me, but it's okay that I'm upset about it. It's okay that I have problems with it. You know, it's okay to hurt, mm-hmm. but it's not okay to take your own life. And I feel like never. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like I love, I love Logic. He's an awesome rapper. You know, I'm like his, his um song, that the one eight hundred song um is the actual suicide hotline song. Is it? Yes, and from him. Writing that song, the uh, suicide hotline has been used 50% more than normal. It is, so it's saved 50% more. You know, so I just, I don't think that my, you know, little book's going to get that far out there. Um, I would hope that, you know, that would be awesome if it did. Uh, you know, just basically my whole goal with it is to make someone feel normal. They don't need to feel. Like you said, the idea of suicide, like, I personally don't like it at all. Like, like we see, like, a right. lot of people, like, talk, say, I've like... i lost a lot of people mm-hmm. to suicide. Um, you know, one of my best friends who I considered him a brother, um, he took his own life. I've known him since I was five. Literally, he took me to my first um, school dance. Uh, so he took me to homecoming. And I just remember the last thing that he said to me. Uh, was somebody was picking on me really bad. Um, and he defended me. He's like, that's my sister. You know, don't fuck with her. <laughs> yeah. I will hurt you. That's my sister. I love her. Stop. You know, and that's just, that's the last memory I have of him. I wasn't allowed to go to his funeral. My work wouldn't let me. I just lost my grandfather two weeks prior. So I thought that I was making it up. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't I didn't get to go, you know, say goodbye to him. But what's strange is that I had this dream of him one night. And uh, actually, I got to say goodbye to him in the dream. So that was really cool. I've had dreams like that. Yeah, like, like I actually felt this touch. Like I woke up, like, scared. Scared. You're yeah. like, I remember my grandma died. And like, I felt that. And I told my granddad, he said, yeah, I've had, he said, I've had dreams like that before. Yeah. It's like really weird and weary. 
Uh, a lot of that, though, um, I think that around that time is when I was really going through it. Really? Yeah. Um, so he, that, that whole, him taking his own life really, really messed me up. Yeah, it was somebody really close to me that took his life. So it's like I actually felt that pain. Mm-hmm. Like so, I remember like one time I was like a couple years back, uh, girls had no to me like in a relationship, young yeah. and dumb or something. And like, I've never told this story except for one person, but it's like, I don't know, I was going through it for like a couple of days for some odd reason. And then all of a sudden I looked over at the counter and I saw like a butcher knife or something. Mm-hmm. And, and it's I was, just you just think of it. And I was just like, what the fuck am I thinking right now? Exactly. Like, yes, that's how, that's how I was when I was in my bed. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why am I having these thoughts? What's going on? Yeah. This isn't normal. Like, I'm normally a real upbeat, positive yeah, exactly. person. But, you know, look at um, Robin Williams, man. He was yeah. a comedian. He was so upbeat and happy. But, man, on the inside, he yeah. was dying. Exactly. He was so depressed, no. you know. And that's, you know. So. And I said, like, you know what? this bullshit yeah. I got really good friends I'm a yeah. good person I know what I'm doing in my life and like after that I had the best summer of my life yeah like absolutely. it's just crazy how it can just switch like that too it's like yeah it's scary man it's like it's like you have no control of your thoughts no you know, you know it's like I've been there and like that scared me I immediately like went and seeked you know professional help from that really that's mm-hmm. that's good though cause, yeah I needed to because I was you know that that scared me like where I was at it scared me and like you said, we're only, like, I wasn't even 21 yet. I was thinking, yeah. I, like, what? Yeah. Like, if you look at statistically speaking, like, black males aren't supposed to make it past the age of 25. And, like, now I'm 26. It's like, right? Yeah. 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 Let's, let's look at this. <laughs> what is going on? Because <laughs> like, last year, um, like you said, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And, like, absolutely. if you're religious or not, like, mm-hmm. I personally not as so much anymore, but, like, I had, like, a really bad drug. Semi-shark mm-hmm. hit me. And, like, I was I was unharmed. Right. And I was just like, God has something in store for me if I can leave this without a single head wound or yeah, anything. Absolutely. yeah. It's like, what is really going on oh, right absolutely. now? Yeah, I've had some, like, strange encounters with God. I'm a very religious person, but I'm not one of those religious people that's like, you take this Bible and you eat it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Here's a fork. Start eating this Bible. Like, learn it, live it, love it, preach it, spread it. That's yes. not me, you know? Yeah. I go, I listen, I take it in, and I take in how my life could be better. You know, I did not feel that my life was great until I had got into my life. I felt like it was a lot smoother, it was a little bit better. And it wasn't something that I was, um, you know, so pushy. I never push people. I have a lot of friends that are atheists. I have a lot of friends that, you know, are Catholic. And then that, you know, I'm a Methodist. Um, we just don't talk religion. You know, it's kind of exactly. like, you just don't talk we politics. Don't, you don't talk politics with people. You don't talk religion. We're doing this on a Sunday night. Yeah, and we're, exactly. just ta- we're just talking. Yeah. Holy. You know, so it's like, I don't ever push it. I am always, I always let my friends know that my church is welcoming they are more than welcome to come if they would like. That's all I ever say to them. Um, just because I know a lot of my friends were, you know, they do look for churches and stuff like that. I love my church family. My church family is thebomb.com. You know, I was single, pregnant, jobless. <laughs> you know, I, when I found out I was pregnant, I didn't even have a job. I lost my job because it closed down. And 
Yeah, yeah, it was rough. And then not only that, you know, uh, my son's father walked out on me when I was four months pregnant. So I'm alone, pregnant. I'm fully tattooed, pierced. Like, I get, I'm like the number one person for judgment, you know, not in my church. They've never once judged me. Instead, uh, they acted like I wasn't even pregnant. They didn't even look at me like I was pregnant. Instead, they started knitting blankets. They started buying diapers. And they started becoming a family to me, helping me out. Fellowship is amazing. It, it's <laughs> awesome. You know, it's like they, you know, they came, you know, to my son's birthday. Um, both years. You know, my son just turned two on September 18th. So... I really think you should have kicked my ass for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on the podcast. You're like, this Paxton is perfect. Oh, shit. No. Oh, no, it's cool. <laughs> no. I was like, I would love to, but like, his birthday party was Sunday. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. But his birthday was Monday. So I was like, I just, and I had family in. So it's like, I had so many people. I was like, but I kept feeling, I felt so bad. I felt such a jackass for kept pushing off the no, podcast. No, I'm like, I swear. No. I will get it in my schedule, I promise. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. It was me like, oh, wait, her birthday. Her son's birthday is more important. She should kick my ass for even nah, asking. Nah. Well, a lot of people didn't know that it was his birthday either because it's not like I'm, like, posting about it very much. How know? do you feel about that? About what? Like, people that post a lot about their kids, like, constantly. Um, well... It could go two ways, you know? Yeah, like, so... Uh, so, one of them could be they just really, really love their kids. Like, that's cool. Like, I really, really love my kid, but I don't want everybody on social media to see them either, it, you know? Because exactly. so. my child is a ham. He's a lady killer. He's going to be a heartbreaker. I don't already need him breaking hearts now. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the other way that it could go is they might post pictures because they might not see him very much. They want to come off as a good mom. You know, I know this. I know a couple people, actually. I'm not going to mention any names. Don't, don't have to. <laughs> uh, but uh, they know who they are. Okay. Um, but they just don't. have any. They, they, they take care of their kids. Kind of. Mom and dad take care of them more than anything. And I'm just like, how can you do that? I, like, I can't even get, I can't even go on a damn date. Because I can't get a babysitter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have to, like, if I want to go on a date, I have to have a date in my own home after 8 p.m. when my son goes to bed. That's sketchy. Yeah, it's yeah, a little you know? shady. So it's like, eh, oh, that's why I don't date. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Now, unless I knew who they are, you know, like, if I've known them for a few years, like, yeah, come over. That's fine. But after my son goes to sleep, I don't need him getting confused. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when, like even like this, you're like, after eight. Okay. Yeah. I understand completely why. Well, I mean, and it's not that I don't want you around him. It's that he would be all up in the business. You know, oh, he, yeah, would be, that's he would be like, you know, banging on the computer, like, what is these? They make <laughs> clicking noises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so I enjoy that. He, he would literally look at this microphone and he'd be going basketball, basketball, basketball. Basketball. Like, that was his favorite word. That was his first word. He has this little bitty microphone, and all day long he walks around the house going basketball, basketball, and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Stephen Perry, this is for you. I will hurt you. I'm so, I so hate you for buying that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate that microphone. That might be the title. I hate that damn microphone. (laughs) It might be the title of this podcast. You never know. Now, what what has been some of the biggest influence for you here recently, like in general? Um, again, my kid is always my biggest influence. Um, I'm so scared that I'm just gonna be like a bad mom. You know, I love my mom. She wasn't the best mom, you know. She's good to my son now, but she is not the best mom. And I'm so scared that that's going to be me. And so I really base her off of my parenting skills, I guess. Really? You know, so I do what she didn't do. I've always been scared of that, too, because, like, I've talked to my my mom about that. Mm -hmm. She's, like, really my grandmother. She's, I said, like, hey, one thing I don't want to do is, like, end up getting a girl pregnant. And then right. me not be in the kid's life because that's what happened to me because I don't know my dad. So it's like we're always trying to not be the ghost of our parents. Exactly. Do you feel that way too? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, and it's like, and there's some things that I do, you know. Like I said, my mom is great with my son. He was not great with me. Um, he said some pretty hurtful things to me, which I, you know, I'm a very forgiving person. I still I still talk to her all the time. I mean, I talked to her earlier tonight. Um, but it's like, damn, Mom, you know, you really fucked me up in my head, <laughs> yeah. basically. So it's like, I don't want my son to ever feel that way. So that really influences me a lot. Um, and then, you know, another thing that influences me is just, Man, I, like, I had to delete Facebook. I couldn't do it anymore. Did you just delete it? I just deleted it. I delete it normally when I'm in school, just to kind of stay focused on school. But this time I deleted it because I just cannot watch another bad video. I'm tired of seeing animals eaten. I'm tired of seeing kids losing their families. Um, like, I want to foster kids so bad. There's this little kid at, at my son's daycare, and he breaks my heart every single day. Every single day he wants to come home with me. I can't take him home. And, you know, it's like, I feel like he's not, like, the best. He doesn't have the best home life. It's obvious. You know, he comes in there dirty. Um, which, you know, kids get dirty. I get that. But, you know, I was, I was uh, talking to somebody about it, and I heard about um, how the boyfriend, if it was up to the boyfriend, the boyfriend would let the kid go with me. So it's like that influences me right there to not be that mom that lets a man control her life. I'm very independent. I can take care of myself. I don't need anybody. Exactly. You know? And I'm a damn good mom. <laughs> I give it. <laughs> I'm a damn good mom. I make sure that my son has whatever he needs and more. And I'm a damn good mom because I have to be mom and dad. Exactly. You know? So. Like- that's harder. It is a lot. Harder. <laughs> it's a lot harder. Um, I think the hardest part, I just went through um, a breakup recently. And he was the first guy, really, um, that I had around my son, like, where it actually felt like a family. Um, I was really close to his family. I, I still see his mom and his sister all the time. I still talk to them all the time. They actually came to his birthday party. Um so I still keep in touch with his family, just not him. He came home one day, I was like, I just don't love you anymore. I don't have any feelings for you. I don't care about you. He told me that my son was too much baggage. And I was like, whoa, 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 back up. You know, 
you knew coming in that my son was my world. Yeah. It should always be yeah. that. So like, I had no hesitation to pack this shit. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. She said, I didn't have no hesitation. And she packed it to the yep. left, to the left. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it hurt. It hurt really bad because my son called him dad. I didn't push that on my son. I did not make him call him dad. I let him, like, my son called him that all on his own. And I, and I still, you know, never pushed it. Um, I never was like, oh, look who's here. Dad's here. Daddy's here. I never said that. I was like, oh, look who's here. Blah, blah, blah's here. You know? I said his name. I didn't mm-hmm. say dad. So him calling him dad was all on his own. Because to me, if his son, if my son's father ever did decide to come around, that is biologically his father. I get that. You know, I, I don't I feel like it's disrespectful to him. To, because to like, have another, you know, now I do get that he's, you know, he let go of it. He gave up that, you know, that right of being dad. But let's call him something else. Let's call the boyfriend something else besides that. Or, you know, or something, you know. Until he gets older. I get that personally because my sister's dad is my dad. Right. And I don't know my real dad. So, like, for all these years, I've been calling him dad. So, but right. it's like. You see, you didn't, like you said, you don't know your real dad. Yeah. Like, I still, like, his dad will message me every so often. He lives, he lives here. Oh, he lives in Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, we actually, the day after hit, after uh, Paxton's birthday, um, my dad, which, so my son's birthday is on the 18th, my dad's on the 19th, and my brother's is on the 20th, so it's like the 72-hour birthday bash, you know, so they were going out to eat for my dad's birthday. I didn't go, um, because I had a lot of homework. I wanted to go, mm-hmm. but I just had so much homework that night, um, that my dad just took my son with him, ran into him. <laughs> wow. Yep. And he messaged me, and he's like, Paxton ran right past me. Like, what do you expect? You expect him to come and run up and say, oh, Dad, hey, how you been? Yeah. He does not know who you are. You've seen him twice his whole life, and I had to beg you. First time he ever met him, he was ten and a half months old. What? Yep. Never even showed up when he was born. And I called him. I called him when he was born. I let him know, hey, you know, your son's been born. We're in this room. He was born at this time. You know, he was... This long, wait this much, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right, I'm on my way. And I waited and waited and waited for two and a half months. And he never showed up. And that is, you know, another influence that book. Dang. I learned, you know, I, I learned how to be mom and dad real quick. You had to. Had like, to. there was no, like, second guessing nope. it whatsoever. Nope. And, like... You changed who you are in a good yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's so funny that, um, how, like, he, I don't know, he'll probably hear this podcast <laughs> and message me and be like, keep my name out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Dumb I, shit. Like, sorry, truth hurts, man. I mean, truth hurts. You like, this is on the internet. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. only thing you can do is, what, message me, <laughs> and then like, I might decide yeah. if I want to put it up or not, and yeah. then, okay. Yeah, I'm going to really going to suck when that book. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we got to call a spade a spade and go, like, look, this yeah. is what happened. But, like I said, I know about a little bit of writing. It can take some time. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. like, I would say, like, I got a deadline to write this play. And, like, yeah. they go, like, 
no, like something else happens in your life and you got to go like, dang, yeah. you got to push it back. No, what you're saying is that you, you're going to change people. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing and like someone had to message me like, so is this me? No, I don't think so because I'm pretty sure the character's going to take your own yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm going to change names, you know, so I, I, you know, I don't want anyone to think that I'm calling them out in this yeah, book. No, no. It's not calling them out at all, but it's how, what they did to me that made me feel so low and so worthless. You know, it's not that I'm like calling them out like, hey, you're a horrible person. It's you were in my life and you influenced my life negatively which is all right, you know, that's just who you are as a person. You're not a good person, obviously. But here nor there, it's how I overcame that. That's really the whole true story of it. It's exactly. not calling anybody no, out. Like, it, I what it is that. is, you know, and that's why, you know, I'm going to change the names because that's no one's business of who did who, what. Who know? actually did and it. And I'm not even going to make their names similar. You oh, know, wow. I, might, I might have a, you know, a Charles in my book, like you know, a, like an actual Charles in real life, like the person's name might be Charles, and then I might have it in the book as like Carrie, you know, or you know, or Michael, or yeah, you know, like, something like way off that doesn't like you know, instead of Charles, you know, changing it to Charlie, like that's a little too close, you know. Mm -hmm. I can't do that because then people are gonna be like, oh man, maybe that is about me. What's the like? Bradley Rose, that's the name of the play that I wrote, like, no, The World Ends With You, that's the name of the play that I wrote a year ago, and, like, the name of the character, I asked the person, can I use your name, and she said, yeah, go ahead, shout out to Sierra Manana, can't, hope you're doing okay down in Texas, uh, as you guys are suffering through Harvey, yeah, um, but anyways, we're like, okay, I want to use your name, she said, okay, that's fine, I said, ask me, I said, not ask her, like, tell me a little bit more about yourself, characterized, so I can get an idea. Right. I made up some name, like, not even the name, like, like, a guy that the person had a relationship with, and, like, it's based off a video game, and it's called, his name is Zidane, so that's the name of the character. Right. Okay, afterwards, when I finished the play, I was like, okay, this is good, this is good. Everything's good. I felt like I said what I needed to because I put my emotions into it. Right. Like into everything. Because that's what writing is. You put your own yeah. emotions into it. So I was like, okay. Hope you guys like it. One person said, hey, I thought you were writing about me a little bit. Even though I didn't tell anybody the story about me. I'm like, dang, that's kind of deep. Cause... Yeah. But then someone's like, why does this sound like word for word what I said? I'm like, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Like. Yeah, you know, it's like, I just don't want anyone to think that I'm being an asshole by writing yeah. this book, you know. But I'm sure that the things that I've gone through, other people have gone through too. So just because, like, the person, you know, the character in the book is based off of somebody, I'm not, I'm not being an asshole and calling them out. I'm not doing that. But this is to help other people that have been in a similar situation. <laughs> You know, it's, so, it's I, and I, I, I guarantee I'm going to have people messaging me thinking, oh, why are you calling me out? Why are you being an asshole? Like, you know what? The shoe fits. <laughs> the Put shoe it on. Fits, yes. <laughs> and like, Put it on. Before, before we even started this podcast, you're like, man, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> you know, well, if you can write a book, you can come on the podcast and just yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like I would have been a lot nervous, if, a lot more nervous if there was a video camera. 
I wish you guys could see my facial expressions right now. They're super awkward. Yeah, they're good. Like, you're in your lights. See, you gotta poop. <laughs> Talk about it's not okay. It. It's not okay. Why? I wasn't ready. <laughs> Kevin Hart, a little bit. I, I love can... Kevin Hart. Everyone oh, loves. Yeah. Have you seen Def Comedy Jam? Please tell me you've seen it. So. Oh my God. Why has nobody seen this? I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I don't know. I did see Kevin Hart live, though. God, that's the best day of my life. You didn't see Kevin Hart live? I did. I did. And I literally, like, I'm not even kidding. I peed my pants. Well, I found out two days later I was pregnant, so um, I didn't, I did not know. It's like I had this little thing sitting on my bladder, so it's laughing so hard at this. But, oh, like, where'd you see him at? In Evansville. Oh, okay, when he came and did that that tour. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so funny. So, isn't that the what now one? That's what I heard. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because I really didn't hear much about it afterwards until one of my friends um, sent me like a video. I guess he was doing the skit somewhere. Like it was already like video streaming somewhere. He's like, dude, we saw this. <laughs> like, yeah. I know, it's so funny. And But I think it's the I still, thing. Yeah, I still to this day like make references to that night where I'm like, I'll look at my friend and I'll be like, really? Water, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, like really, bitch? <laughs> really? That that would be like I haven't seen a stand up in a while. Oh, I would love to see more stand up. I feel like things would get a lot easier when my son gets older. You know. Now, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, do you see yourself so, still in Kentucky or? How to say? Um. Do I want to stay in Kentucky? No. No, I, I really, honestly, after I graduate, would love to move to Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Um, I used wow. to live there. Oh, really? And I love it. I love everybody there. My family there is just open arms, man. It's amazing. Like, I, I go and I visit, and I never want to leave. And it's so hard leaving every single time. And it's like, I hate myself. I beat myself up so much for leaving Cincinnati. And, uh. It's like, I want to go back, um, but right now, you know, everything's kind of in a good place where it's at right now, you know. I've got everything scheduled out so well. I've got everything, you know, here. I do have family. They, you know, my family here helps me, but they only help me if it's work-related. So, it's not like I really get help to go do something. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, last night I went out uh, to ride four-wheelers. Um, had a blast, you know, really needed it. But I probably haven't really gone out with my friends without having my son with me in months. And, you know, every so often my roommate, you know, will keep an ear open for Paxton once he's already asleep. My son sleeps through the night, so it's not like he really has to do anything if he's already, you know, here. He's like, I don't care to keep an ear open if something happens. So I'll just, you know, go out and sing karaoke or do something because I really like karaoke. I'm not good at singing. (laughs) Not good at singing at all, but I still like to do it. Especially, you know, if you're drinking a couple beers, I sound so much better. So. I'm telling you, might as well just go up for stand-up yeah. then after this then, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> they do stand-up comedy at CYO. Do they? Yeah. Uh, every so often I hear about it. They're like, 
Maybe I should try it. I don't know. It'd be hard to kind of write a skit, though. No, it's not. <laughs> Although, I feel like my first, like, I was telling my table one night um, just about something, like, what that would be a stand-up thing that I would do, and they were laughing so hard. And so, but I'm so dirty-minded. Like, you know what I mean? But that's the thing that I've heard. I'm so funny, but I'm so dirty-minded. I'm so perverted. Like I swear I should have been a dude. Like, <laughs> you think you should have been a dude? I should have been a guy, man. man. Like, I have that man mentality. Like, I think like a man. It's strange. I'm not, and I'm not girly, you know? I'm not girly at all. Like, I just recently, so I had an ex-boyfriend that was telling me, I know, I make, I make myself sound like I've been with so many people. Like, <laughs> no, I just had, like, you know, a few ex-boyfriends. But, uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey, act like a lady, think like a man. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Um, man, but I man, a, so does that. I had an ex-boyfriend that told me if I didn't start wearing makeup and doing my hair and dressing nicer, he's gonna leave me. Really? And I'll tell you what, I started dressing nicer, doing my hair, doing makeup, and now it's kind of just a habit. So you know, now like I have more heels than I do anything. Really? Yeah, and you know, and at the time it really upset me that they would threaten me like that. You know, um, but uh, you know now I guess looking at it, I appreciate them. Because I'm taking better care of myself. And I hold myself higher. Um, you know, I was, you know, I always tell people, if you feel like you're having a shitty day, go do your hair, go do your makeup, go do your nails, take a hot bath, drink a, some, you know, drink a bottle of wine, not just a glass, drink the whole damn bottle, girlfriend. Go for whole, it. Whole, whole <laughs> <bottle>. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but you know, do that. Take care of yourself and hold yourself. Sometimes you got. Sometimes you have to be your own shoulder to lean on. You can't rely on anybody. Exactly. So, and I say dress up and do that because people are gonna give you more compliments. And when you get compliments, do you not feel better about yourself? Oh gosh. You know what I'm saying? It's like I love when people are like, "Whitney, your eyebrows look good today. Thanks, man. <laughs> Makes me feel good." <laughs> you know? Or just tell someone good morning. Yeah. Like, hey, how yeah. you doing? Or like your outfit's really cute. Or man, I really love those shoes. Where'd you get them? You know that makes me feel good because it's like I feel presentable. I feel like you know I take over the world when I'm dressed nicer. Everything high tops though. Everything high tops. Oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta pair high tops. <laughs> Like tell you, like people go like I did. I was in a wedding uh, earlier this year. They said, "So we're doing Converse's. Uh, do you want low top or high top?" High top. <laughs> high what escapism and then mm-hmm. that's what's good like because like me because like this podcast is about video games and how it influenced your life so focus a lot on video games and like how it can influence another mm-hmm. person to do better stuff in life or like of course it has some negativity and right. stuff but that's our way of like getting away from yeah. the everyday world you know and it's like you know 
a lot of people too, you know, back to this book again, um, alcohol and drugs is not the way to make you feel better because you're still going to wake up with those same shitty problems. You know, don't get me wrong, like, drugs are all, you know, fun and all until someone starts losing their mind. You know, I personally don't do drugs. I don't like it. I mean, I just made a video the other day about marijuana. You know, really? Just, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a funny video that I posted on Snapchat, and, you know, I was just like, you know, so many people give me so much shit about not smoking weed. Like, that's just not me, you know? There's nothing wrong with it. Um, <laughs> it's just my roommate. But I was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with smoking pot. I don't, you know, that's just not me. I don't like it. It makes me tired. I understand that it makes people relaxed and whatnot and helps them function. But I'm already <laughs> tired, you know? Yeah. I do not need to be more tired, you know? And then also, you know, threw in there, like, my mom always told me that it was the devil's lettuce and I'm a Jesus-praising girl, so that's, uh, like, you know, <laughs> that was, like, my little joke about the whole marijuana video. So, you know, it's like I try and take things and just be funny with it. But. I mean, like... I have no problem with marijuana. I've never personally do it. But, like, up in college, with like, I see it. Like, I see everything that was going on. Like, people selling and stuff. Like, man, they try to do it for, like, this much. Oh, snap. What do you got? You got some snack cakes, you man. Got, <laughs> you got snack cakes. You been anymore. smoking, bro? You got those munchies? I mean, you could, you could like, give me one, right? Do you want one? <laughs> There's plenty. There's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> snack cakes being passed I know. I mean, look at this right here. This is my secret box that he knows about, and it's full of snack cakes. Y'all, I eat snack cakes in my sleep. <laughs> I'm serious. I wake up in the morning, and there's, like, snack cakes, like, wrappers beside my bed, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't remember eating this. <laughs> I'm like one of those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. I get that from my mom though. My mom used to eat like M&M's. Oh my God, here's a funny story. So, funny story. Yeah. Okay. It was Easter. You know, Easter Bunny was coming. I, you know, I was younger, obviously. So, the Easter Bunny was coming. I woke up so excited because, you know, Easter for me was like, I also had clothes and, and you know, Easter time is my favorite candy. So, okay. I love Cadbury eggs. That's my favorite. <laughs> but, uh, I woke up, and by God, the freaking head of the rabbit had been eaten off. My mom ate the head of my chocolate rabbit <laughs> in her sleep. And for years, I thought the Easter Bunny hated me. I, like, you know what I'm saying? I thought it's like, it's like Santa giving me coal. Like, bitch, I'm going to eat this head. You've been bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I thought I did something wrong. But no, finally my mom confessed and said that she ate it in her sleep. Really? Yep. Dang. I would be like, it's, just so you know, it's the Easter Beagle, not the Easter Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Brown reference. The what? The Easter what? Beagle. The Easter Beagle. <laughs> yeah, Easter Beagle. The Great Pumpkin is coming. <laughs> well, it's October now, so are you into the, do you get into the holiday I'm spirit? I'm a holiday person. Really? I think the reason why I'm not a big holiday person is because um, I grew up in a split family. Oh, So yeah. it's like, it was always just fights and arguments and God, this sucks. 
And, you know, now that I'm older, I'm totally the black sheep of my family, you know? You feel it, or do you just oh, know? Oh, I feel it, and I know it. <laughs> and I'm told it. I mean, one of my grandmothers throws holy water on me, you know? I guess trying to get the evil out of me, but it's not going to work, Grandma. Sorry. <laughs> but you like, know She's like, when the power of Christ compel you. Grandma, stop that burns. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, you... You've overcome so much. How can one still call you a black sheep? Uh, you know, I'm not married. I'm single. I have a child, a wedlock. I'm covered in tattoos. Nice and, tattoos, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like I'm covered in tattoos. And okay. I have piercings. Um, you know, they don't think that that's cool. You know, they're all like, you're part of the temple. And I'm like, yeah, let me decorate my walls then. Like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really white. I'm really, really white. Let me, like, make it look like I'm a little tan with these tattoos. Like, then you can't see how white I am. Yeah. I'm so pasty. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, my best friend calls me Casper all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I embrace it. At, like, at least my color sticks into my skin real well. And, like, that's the thing. Like, even my mom, like, she's better about it now. She loves it. She goes like, oh, you just play video games and you do this. You don't do much. I'm like, I'm a nerd. I love it. Yeah. See, my parents think that I'm rebelling by getting tattoos. And I just don't think that they realize, like, hey, man, that's just me. That's just who I am. Like, How is getting tattoos rebelling, though? I've always wanted to know that. I don't know. Because I don't, I mean, I can understand maybe, like, oh, my dad is an ass. I'm going to go get this tattoo that lasts forever. That's stupid to me. Yes. If I'm going to get something on me that's forever, I want it, I want it to be something that I want. My, and tattoos don't have to mean anything. You can just get it because you like it. Yeah. Like, I have a chest piece, and uh, it doesn't really mean anything at all. It has my son's birthstone on it, though, you know? My arm, yes, my arm is very meaningful to me. My whole sleeve is, like, it's heaven, earth, and hell. And, uh, oh, can you see? <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, you know. Do what? Can I see it? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like it's heaven, earth, and hell. And you know, I've got it. I got it because I was going through shit, man. Damn. Just kind of like, you know, I needed that. I needed a constant reminder to be known, like, hey, man, Satan's gonna try and pull you down. God's pulling you back up, though. You know, like I said, I am a religious person. Um. That doesn't mean I go to church every Sunday, though. Sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to go. Just because I don't go to church doesn't mean that I'm not a holy person, so. Exactly. Um, I agree with that to the ten. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, yeah. so, the, when I'm not finished with my sleeve. I still got to color the top of it and add the quote to it, but the quote's going to say you've got to walk through hell to get to heaven. So, and that's another exactly. thing with this book, you know. You've got to walk through hell. You go through all this shit, you've still got to walk through hell. You've got to walk through hell. You've got to walk through hell. you got to walk through hell. And sometimes hell just feels like it's never going to come, you know? Yes. It feels like, feels like you're just constantly stuck in hell, you know, all the time. It's but like you just, never catch a good break or exactly, stuff like it's that. It's like one thing happens, ten things happen. But you've got to keep going. You've got to keep going forward. Yes, you've well, got to keep pushing. Like, even my grandma, like, we had to focus on her for a while because, like, her dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And then my granddad passed away, like, four months after that. So, yeah. it was, like, like, she's even admitted to me, like, she was on the verge of committing suicide herself. Yeah. So, it's, like. You know, it's crazy. And, you know, in my sociology class, we were talking about, um, <coughs> basically, people die of a broken heart. 
that's why like elderly couples that have been married for so long they normally die really close and um they die of a broken heart just is what it is i mean i can understand it though especially for her to lose her her dad too mm-hmm. it's like dang it's like hard. you've lost both men that you know you most to you in your whole life <laughs> it's like dang like i couldn't i don't think i could ever picture myself doing that Right. But I technically did because I lost my granddad and my great grandfather at right. the same step grandfather mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's like, ooh. but like we were talking about your cats and like there's some churches that were like are like really strict. Mm-hmm. They don't like tattoos. But like no, like they're so strict. Like I went to this church, so strict that you're not allowed to watch football on Sunday. Like Bye. <laughs> I gotta go. But <laughs> the Bengals. But, but it's okay to get a tattoo. I'm like wait. You guys aren't making any sense to me right now. Right. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, over here at Snapchat. <laughs> I love Snapchat, man. You got a Snapchat. And speaking of Snapchat, like someone said, Harry, you need to get back on your Snapchat. I'm like, no, nah, I just don't use it. <laughs> like, it's just not in my life whatsoever, guys. Like, I was talking to a girl, and, like, she started sending me a bunch of Snapchats. I had to message her and go, like, well, I don't use this a lot. So, yes. <laughs> I was like, so quit sending me Snapchat. I Snapchat all the time. Like, what? literally. I mean, like, What's the addiction? It's, I, I think it's just, like, for one, I love the filters. You know, and my favorite filter is the one that makes your mouth real big. But that's where I can just be funny, you know? I don't have any family on there, so I can just drop the F-bomb if I want to, or I can be like, say whatever I want, because I can, you know, I only have, like, a small amount of people. Um, small amount of people that follow. You, know, you know, a small amount of people on Snapchat. And it's all of my friends. You know, I know everybody on my Snapchat. So it's like... I use it, you know, mainly it's me singing, <laughs> like, not really singing, but lip syncing, really funny videos. Um, it's, you know, me ranting about something or my road rage. It's really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, what are your rants normally about? Just like something like. It just, it all depends. Like, uh, like tonight, like it wasn't really a rant. It was more like, I can't wait until I'm financially stable because I want to foster kids and I can't foster kids until, you know, you have such a. You have to have a certain amount of income and, you know, things like that. But I want to foster kids, like, so bad. And I think you have to be married. I don't think that you can do it being single. You have to be married? Like, or that's at least a... I think that there might have to be a partner involved. I'm not 100% sure on that. That's something I probably need to look up, but... Um, well, I'll Google it for you right now. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. But it's like, I really just want to foster children. I love kids. And to me, bringing... A kid in my home that's had a rough life. It's worth it, you know, because I had a rough life. Married to be a foster parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew. You must be at least 21 years old to become a foster parent and at least 18 years old to adopt a child. So. But I think that there is a certain, like, Qualification. Qualifications too, because they're not just gonna let anybody. Like I don't think that if you're on, like if you're on like government assistance, I don't think that they're gonna let you foster children. Government, you know? Yeah. Um. I think you have to have like a certain amount of income too. I do know that they pay you to foster though. 
Yes. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, it's not that I want the money from that. I want, I want to give a child love that they've not had. I think, for like, when I was working at fast food, like, someone told me, like, a story, like, about how, uh, these couple were, like, one girl, like, his wife got raped, you know, so they had a bunch of kids together, mm-hmm. and, like, they start fostering, the guys start making a bunch of money, but, like, if you were to go to their house, you would never realize that, like, it doesn't, like, they don't believe in materialism, materialistic things to, like, go with their accomplishments and their over, um, things. It's like, they live a simple life. Mm-hmm. But they could be luxurious if they wanted to. Watch it. <laughs> but no, but it doesn't say that whatsoever according to the facts. Oh, it says, yeah. So, so it says no, you can no, you can be married, single, divorced, widowed, or be a co parent. Okay. So then I can still do it. I just know that I have to have better income. Yeah. Um but I I mean I would absolutely love, 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 love to foster a child. <laughs> You can do it then. I, I don't. Know. Let's let's say, make that part of your five year plan. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, definitely could see myself in five years fostering a child because I will graduate in about two and a half. You know, even though I graduate this December, um, even though I graduate this December, I'm furthering you know my education, so it's going to be another two years before I graduate with that yes. degree, and then I don't know if I'm going to do my master's or not. I'm just so tired of school. Go, go. You know, it's like, because the, you know, the career that I'm going into does not require a master's. What's the career you're going into? I want to do a liquor sales rep. Um, So really more with like beer, you know, so. um, I can see you go business administration a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. see, that's what I'm doing. It's like a business administration with a focus of marketing. Um, But, you know, I only need a bachelor's degree for it. Really? Yeah. So, not like I really need the master's, but school's just so expensive. It is. It's so expensive. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be in any more student loans than I'm already in. I'm in there with you right now. Yeah, I just, I would rather just, if I don't need my master's, if it comes to a point where I did need it, then I'd go back. But if I don't need it and I can make between, depending on where I'm at, you know, probably here where we're at. Oh, I can make maybe 60 to 80 a year. Really? But if I went somewhere like Lexington, Cincinnati, it'd be 100 to 200 a year. Yeah. So, I didn't know, like, how hard the liquor industry is then. Like, is it really tough to get into, or is it I don't just... necessarily think that it's so tough to get into. I think it's more just knowing people. Knowing people, connections, yeah, you know, networking. It's like being a bartender for so long. Yeah, I remember you were bartender. I really got, you know, a lot of connections with that to kind of help me. Actually, what's funny is that one of my good friends was going to graduate college and become a bartender. I'm like, wait, why? Why do do it that way? And not just, uh, you know, is is it relatively easy to get your bartender license? Oh, yeah, that's easy. Like, it's like literally all in a lot of places. Like, so like Buffalo Wild Wings, for example. If you work for them, they pay you for your license. So all it is is like a test that you take. It's like a serve safe thing. So and then if you pass it, you get your license. Or you can go and um, have like you can go sit in a class for like eight hours and then take a test. And that's it. What'd you do? 
had both. Oh, so you did yeah, both. I did okay. both. Um, so I have sat in. Um, I have sat in the class. And it's so boring. It's all common sense. Like, what does BAC mean? Uh, blood <laughs> alcohol content. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, and it's just it's stuff like that that's on the test. So it's not too bad. Really, the hardest part about bartending is just remembering all the recipes. I was wondering, like, well, I was wondering, like, knowledge, like. Yeah. But you make them so often that it's just stuck. Like, I mean, you can literally name, you know, a majority of your drinks and I can pop off of, you know, what's in it. Oh, really? That's yeah, cool. So like, like a bong water with, you know, a lot of alcohol in it. It's like Captain Morgan, Malibu, um, Amaretto, Southern Comfort, uh, Peach Schnapps. Blue Caraco, Razzmatazz, Sweet and Sour, Sprite. Um, you know, so I mean, there's like a lot of stuff, but. That? Yeah. I was like, said, maybe I should try. Like, yeah, I, I just, I hate the hours, you know. And I still actually bartend. I keep my license renewed. Always, oh, you know? so you still bartend? Yeah. I bartend on the side sometimes, like, uh, like weddings and stuff like that. No, weddings, now that should be fun. Yeah. I worked at this one wedding, and it was really fun because I got to drink while I was there. So it was kind of like, hey, so <laughs> I'm drunk, here's a beer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, here you go. Yeah. But like I said, like, you're pretty outgoing. Yeah, I am outgoing. And I'm, that's I'm always, good. I've always been pretty outgoing. Though. Yeah, because, like, we're just talking about off air, you're talking about this yeah. dance. Like, Stefan was on the podcast mm-hmm. already, and like, yeah. he's like, yeah. Yeah, and dance. I see him out all the time, too. Uh, his dance career is really it's awesome. I mean, so, <laughs> what in your experience makes you love dancing so much? <sighs> well, I'm not a good dancer. You said you're not? No, I'm not a good dancer at all. But I like to just enjoy myself. And if dancing and dancing stupidly at that... Makes me a fun to do it. Exactly. You know, I don't care to make a fool of myself. You know, I don't get embarrassed. I don't Because I, I make, you know, I get, like, any time of, like, embarrassment situation or embarrassing situation, like, I kind of turn it around into, like, a joke. And I'm like, ah, my life sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, so some people just go, like, I can't do that. I don't see how you can just be in the mall or something and the song comes on and you just start dancing. Like, it just... Just oh, happens. I can totally do it. I, mean, <laughs> I do it all the time. Like, I saw this meme on the internet not too long ago, and it was like, they uh, they were at McDonald's, and they caught the number 369, and the person <laughs> yelled out, damn, she fine. And he said, no one did anything. He said, I'm so tired of the society we live in today. Like, I swear to God, if I was in the McDonald's, I'd be like, it's like a topic to me one more time. <laughs> I could do that you too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> like every time. It's just like, like every time, like, how, like how do you feel about the music right now? It sucks. Oh my God, this music sucks. <laughs> I can't understand anything they're saying. Really? Just like, like nothing. Like, <laughs> like I just, I think because like, like it's we, all, and it's, I feel like it's all the same shit. Like, I'm sorry, but like the Cash Me Outside girl is now a rapper. Yeah, Her music terrible. is shit. It's terrible. It's terrible. And she, how old is she? 14? <laughs> 14. And she's talking about drugs, like dealing drugs and doing this. And I'm like, you are 14. You need an education, bitch. I can't even understand what you're saying. Not only that, but it's like hurting 
It makes other 14-year-olds think that that's okay. It's not. It's not okay. Drugs are not okay. Like, that is not okay. Not only that, also, like I said, it hurts what hip-hop stands for in general. It's like, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like, kids nowadays are not even going to know who Lil Jon and the (laughs) boys are or who the Ying Yang twins are, and that's sad. Well, they'll know who Usher is, but they'll know new Usher, not like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) See, there's there's another example. I made a video of that, and I was like, hey, Whitney, do you want to crack a cold one with the girls? And that song came on. I just turned it up real loud, and it was going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah, I want to crack a cold one open with the girls. <laughs> like, so you like do that too? Like, where a, like where a song fits the situation? Yeah. 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 One time when we college, we did that too. Like, we do it all the time. It's like, guys said, like, man, you're really feeling this girl right now, aren't you? Like, hey, hey, Perry. You know? So I was like, I looked at him, I said, I got my eyes on you. <laughs> He's like, exactly. Yeah, I always, I always do something, like, if I'm at work and someone says something, I always make, like, a music reference. I'm really big, like, into music, so. What are you listening to right now, then? Uh, I listen to literally everything. Like, uh, I'm okay, not okay, even okay. kidding you. Like, uh, I mean, from, like, trap music to screamo to Christian music to, you know, like, everything. Like, I literally listen to everything. Um, I'm not big on, as like, I'm not as big on trap music, like, I am a huge Eminem fan. You know, most girls my, like, that were, that are my age, when they were younger, it was all about the Backstreet Boys, and Sing, yeah, yeah. Johnny H. Grease. No, I was a Marshall Mathers. Like, I had the poster of him on my door. Marshall like, Mathers, LP. Yeah, like, okay. he was, he was my first love. <laughs> Still <laughs> is. He carries a special place in my heart. I was just singing, uh, well, I mean, of course, football is on right now, but, I started singing Carrie Underwood. Uh, something, something's wrong. Something's bad. I was like, Why yeah. am I singing Carrie Underwood right yeah. now? Why am I so Carrie Underwood? <laughs> What's up, I guess I'm gonna. I like country music good, but like people probably I like, there's, country. like some people say like country music now is different. Yeah, see, and I like the I like the country music now, and I like the country music back then too. You know, I really like my thing is I listen to lyrics. I listen to the lyrics. That's why I like Eminem so much. Eminem is real. He's raw. It's his life. You know, and it's like a lot of the things that he's gone through, I feel like I can relate. And that's what pushed me in my childhood. He was a big influence for me. He, Mm -hmm. you know, I would be upset or something bad would happen. I'd sit in my room with my headphones on and I'd listen to Eminem. Oh, you said the same thing from, like you said, M. I guess I can give you five that in college, because that's when everything hit kind of. Jay Z. That's when yeah. I first started listening to Jay-Z, like, yeah. really. Kanye. I mean, well, Jay-Z's had, like, a real rough life, too. I mean, yeah, like, you don't even think about it. Yeah, like, I, did, I did not know how rough his life was until I watched the movie. Um, the, uh, what movie? Uh, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. Oh, you're, Jay-Z was in that movie? You're talking about Easy e No, I think Jay-Z was in that movie. Or, like, part of it. Really? I think so. I've, I've never seen it all the way through, but I, I think so. Was in the the NWA movie, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't know. I feel like he was. I don't know. I don't know. I'll Google that, but I don't remember. I feel like he was. I feel like he was. He was the main character. Easy. Besides him, there was another one that. Ice Cube. Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre. That's who I'm thinking of. What the fuck? I'm like, Why am I confusing those two? 
Because they've been along. Wow. I'm an idiot. (laughs) They've been around for so long. And still relevant, which is good. Like, if you look at hip-hop or, like, anything that you do, it's like, well, what happened to this person? Yeah. Or it's like, well, these people are still relevant and it's good and they're still making good music. But, like, Jay-Z, Kanye, Eminem, J. Cole. Mm, Yeah. And John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer's a loophole for some reason. I really, um, there's this one song that really, um, I still listen to it over and over. Um, it's uh, Twista Rose. No, 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 sorry. Twista. Twista? Yep, Twista and Faith Evans. It's called Hope. And just listening to those lyrics make me feel like my problems are not as big as the problems in this song. Because, oh. you know, so it's like it talks about like, People losing, you know, their family, being in jail, can't see them, military, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And there's just a lot of things, like, that I love, some of the lyrics in that. It's like, uh, one of the lyrics is, I wish we could see the eyes through the, or I wish we could see the world through the eyes of Stevie Wonder. Like, to me, that, like, that's cool, you know? Yeah, because, like, he will, he can't see it. It's complete darkness. Exactly. And that's like... You know, so it's like, to me, that spoke. You know, and then they were saying something, um, every time we look at CNN, there's always something bad on the news. Like, that's right. Like, that's, he's exactly right about that. And it's only getting worse. You know, and that's why I deleted Facebook. It's like, I can't take seeing this shit anymore. I can't. I cannot see something negative anymore. It's going to drive me nuts. I mean, like, I think today was, like, the first post that I posted in, like, maybe a couple of weeks. Like, an actual post. Because, like, you know how you got the friendship thing or whatnot on Facebook? Like, you see how long you've been friends with somebody. You know, I'm talking about, like, yeah, you be yeah, friends yeah. with somebody. I'm like, uh, I think that's the only thing I've been doing, like, for, like, the last two or three weeks. I haven't posted anything on there because I'm more on Twitter now. Because just what it feels better for me to be. Like, I can tweet at people, go, hey, right. podcasting tonight, do this, or stuff like that. But today was, like, my first actual post where I said, fuck the Patriots because my Panthers beat them. <laughs> like, right. that's, like, that's the first actual post that I posted in forever. But it's like, I don't watch TV as much anymore either. Like, you're over here watching Netflix more than, I guess, your actual TV. Yeah, I don't even actually have cable. I just have internet. So mm-hmm. I just Netflix. And really, it's more for background noise because I don't really, I mean, there's some, like, they're like Orange is the New Black. Love it. Love it. those girls. Love it. Um, and Wentworth. Love that one too. But, I mean, there's certain shows, like, I'll get into, but it's like, I'll, I can't. I can't power watch it. I don't have enough time. So it takes me a little longer to watch things. Well, there's nothing wrong. You're like, yeah. you got a kid. You're doing school. You got work to do. Like, oh, yeah. things are happening for a reason, and it's good. Oh, yeah. But, like, you're... Ooh, do you watch scary stuff? What? I don't really. Really? <laughs> I... I don't think I can go through Like, you know, like, my first reaction when someone jumps out is to, like, scream and punch. <laughs> That's funny, like, though. Like, that, like, I... <laughs> so bad. Like, there's certain places, like, I, like, today, oh, my God. I was on the phone with my best friend, and I was walking down the street because I went out last night, you know, and I was drinking, so I don't drink and drop. At all. Oh, no. At all. I kick your ass myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drink and drive at all. Like, even if I'm going to have one beer, I'm not driving. I'm leaving my car. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I had left my car at my parents' house, and luckily they only lived like a block away, so I could, you know, just walk there. So I went to walk there to go get it, and I hear a honk, and I turn around, and this motherfucker's wearing a clown mask. <laughs> and I'm on the phone with my friend, and I'm like, bitch, I think I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. I was like, but I don't want to show them emotion, so I just gave them a peace sign. Like, I just threw up the deuce. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about deuces. Oh, Ooh, do you know I have a deuce in my pants? Like, <laughs> you know. Deuce in my pants. Oh, God. Like, it's scary. I just, like, I froze. I, like, I'm terrified of clowns, too, so it's like, talking about it now, I'm just like, <laughs> so did you so know? Scary. So, I'm guessing you do, you have a thing with clowns that you don't like. Yeah. You don't like clowns. You know, I really want to go see it though. I really? do want to see it because I'm I'm really trying to push myself out of my comfort zone with a lot of things. The way I dress, um, like my music, uh, I'm pushing myself to write. That's out of my comfort zone. I, and I don't want people knowing my personal life, you know. But at the same time, it's like I feel like I need to do it. I think you remember uh, Brittany Brown, Brittany Young. You know the Youngs, Brandy, Brittany. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, okay, okay. Brittany, like, she's like, she said, like, she's been on podcasting, like, she's into Twitch now, she does cosplay. She said, well, I used to be not like this, but now I am like this, because it's like, I can do this now. Yeah. Like, and it's the same with you, like, you see it, like, dang, like, yeah. you've got to, like, stepping outside of your comfort, comfort zone yeah. so is it's like really. I, I want to face my fears, whether it be an actual fear or it just be life. So it's like. You know, I might piss my pants walking through a haunted house, but by God, at least I did it. Yeah. <laughs> at least I faced my fear. I mean, like, I remember when I didn't want to ride a roller coaster, and all of a sudden when I did, it was like, that was that, really fun. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be terrified of roller coasters, and now I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like, I, I mean, me and my friends drove eight hours to go to Cedar Point just to ride roller coasters for a day. Cedar Point? Okay, yep. dang. Yeah, I mean, they've got some of the best roller coasters. So, so like, do you go camping then? Yeah, I, was, yeah. I camped out last night. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Some people don't like the camp. They're like, it's this and that. I'm like, yeah, but. Uh, I like it. I like being outside. So. Some people like. Some people say, like, you want to go on a trip by yourself and, like, go out camping and, like, get away for a while. Mm-hmm. It, like, I would totally do it. It, like, clears your mind. And, like, you said you probably won't talk at all. So when you first talk, you probably won't remember how to talk. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've been away. That's hilarious. That would be funny. <laughs> See, like, if I didn't have a child, I would probably travel. Like, I, like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that I don't want my child. Like, I love my child. But it, having a child limits things for yeah, me. It know? does. And um, dating and, Dating, like, it limits, um, you know, school even. You know, I can't go away to school. You can't what? I can't go away to school. Oh, yeah, you can't go away to school. Um, so it's a little bit, it's a little difficult, you know, but it's worth it in the long run. Um, so like I can't just go camp by myself. I would love to, cause I'd actually probably be able to pee by myself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's probably what you're just waiting for. I'm just ready yeah. to pee by myself yes. again. <laughs> I'm really ready to not change a diaper anymore. We're in the potty training stage, so. <laughs> now, if there was a book that I would recommend for anybody, including yourself. It just came out. It's called Significant Zero. It's about how this guy graduated from college. 2.4 GPA. Was supposed to be doing something else, but it didn't work out. So he told his people, what his uh, 
family members was everything's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be a writer. And like things weren't going too well at first. Like wasn't going too well in the sense of like he wanted everything he wants to do. Is there a cat? There's a cat. She's scratching <laughs> at the door. She's like <laughs> that's funny cat burglar <laughs> but like what, what happened was he uh, was at a bar actually and they said well do you want to work for this company like for, it's like a gaming industry mm-hmm. and he's like I don't know and all of a sudden like he went to the interview and then they offered him the job and he didn't know much about video games like he dressed up like he dressed up in a suit and tie right. and shit and they said well, Take that shit off. That's not how the gaming right. industry is. Pretty much what they are like you like you got tats, you got this right. like they're more like this. So you're like, okay, uh, let's do this and then. And you know, all of a sudden what happened was like he texted somebody, he was like, So, how's the movie script going? He said, Well, it's going good. Bring weed so we can talk more about it. He said, I think the gaming industry's for me instead. And it just talks about how he was able to overcome everything that was going on in yeah, his life. For sure. He said he was looking for a better him, like a new him, but it never happens. It's yeah. more of a, like, you just grow. Mm-hmm. And, like, That's exactly, you know, what I'm do- what I want to do with this book, is taking the things that I've gone through and growing from it. So far, like I said, I'm just seeing uh, maybe a 1.0 of that growing, or maybe a 2.0, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> And I feel like that there's just more to even happen, too. Like, there's more shit that's going to happen in my life. So you got to just overcome it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I said, you know, it's like I'm really good about keeping a positive mind on things. I'm very mellow, very chill person, so I don't really let a lot of things bother me. Um, so it's like, and I don't, you know, I'm not on medications. I don't do anything like that. I don't like medications. I feel like it just makes me, not me. Yeah. Um, like, I have a headache? I'm not going to take ibuprofen. Oh, I'll do that because I can't stand a headache. But, like, antidepressants <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it's, and I'm, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to think that this book's really depressing. I don't want it to be depressing. I want it to be just a key to somebody. Well, there, I can save one life, that's all. And it's worth it. Well, there's one book there, like, or I can't even, like, we watched it in school. Afterwards, like, I think I had my head down the whole time because I couldn't watch it. And that was Anne Frank's Diary. Yeah. I couldn't I watch it. I absolutely love Holocaust. Like, learning about it, reading about it. I don't know why. I'm like, infatuated with it. Really? And, like, I hate everything that happened with that, you know? But I love learning about it. It's just so crazy that that happened and I feel there's there's this one um a book that I read it was called Left to Tell and it was about the Rwandan Holocaust couldn't really even finish the book because it was so vivid it would, I just I would catch myself crying and I'm like this is crazy but I love this you know it's like I love learning about stuff that hits my feelings mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm there and like you were talking about how like you want to see it to overcome your fears mm-hmm. That, like, I was, like, listening to the audio version for the first time before, because I want to listen to it or read it before mm-hmm. the movie came out. It is really psychotic of what, how okay. big that book is. It's like, huh? Like, there's a lot more in here than what people think. Mm-hmm. 
And like think it's just about the clown. Yeah. No, it's not about the clown. Like Stephen King put some stuff into this book that you guys aren't Right. Yeah, Stephen King is just a bad person. <laughs> but man, he's a genius. I mean like yeah. and, and like for school there's a book called you have you heard of it? It's called Horn. It's it's on Netflix actually, the movie. It's called Horns, but like we had to read it uh, and like Okay, this is really good. Joe Hill's a real person, like good author, yada yada yada. Turns out he's Stephen King's son. And also, like the dots just connect, like, oh, no. <laughs> like the dots just connect. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have any questions for me? <laughs> no, not really. Like, cause we've just gone back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is you know episode. more towards that yeah. way so it's like you could have two different podcasts you know? <laughs> you know you could have one for video games and you could have one where you just come and just talk shit you know like well we'll be talking shit still just well, like yeah but i mean like just like random topics oh yeah you just know what like, I'm saying? like how do you like your cereal what's the milk ratio i mean we, what's the right <laughs> milk ratio of cereal we'll <laughs> you know probably, just random things like that we'll probably have that too and yeah. it's just more like more about video games and like how everything's happening because like this is like you know how like fall time is like everything that you want to watch or see comes out mm-hmm. in the fall period yeah well that's pretty much how video games are too so it's like we're about to hit that stride of like everything so we... <laughs> oh really yeah what's he have? i have no clue because i'm not a video game person you don't know what he has no i know i know it's a playstation PlayStation? But I, don't, I don't know what games he plays. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a Mario person, you know? So, so Nintendo. Like, yeah, something so that, I don't really something, know something. much about See, games. but no, that's the thing, though. Everyone's first video game it was Nintendo. So it's like, yeah. just to see us grow from that, it's good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, what it is. It's just like, we're just going to focus more. I'm going to focus more that way. It makes sense. Granted, like, you like comic books? You're a nerdy kind of comic book girl? Like, what was your favorite comic book character? See, I didn't really read comic books. But I've, now don't get me wrong, like, I, like, love Marvel. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you like, see me wearing a Spider-Man yeah, shirt. Spider-Man was my favorite. I mean, do you remember in high school, like, I had a Spider-Man backpack? Yes. Even I, in college, yes. I carried a Spider-Man backpack. Like, that yes. was, like, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man um, is the most relatable character out of everybody, though. I just feel like... Like, everyone's always like, well, Spider-Man, like, he, he doesn't even have real powers. And I'm like, well, he does. And he only has one weakness, and that's a female, and that's every man's problem. So, yeah, <laughs> I can't lie about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm crooked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, I really, like, I'm a big superhero fan, you know? So, I like superhero movies and things like that. And so, 
I like all that. I don't really read comic books, though. Oh, I, really what, like, I meant that. Yeah. In that sense, like, yeah. movies, too. Like. But I just, like, you know, I don't watch I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't read a lot of books very much anymore. I will once probably school's done, you know, because right now I take all my free time and put it to school for the most part. Mm. Sometimes I enjoy myself. You got to sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just you, right. your mom. And then maybe we like next time we come around, you come over and see that you have some material for stand up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you crack a joke right now, or oh, no? Can no, you make a joke? So. I don't know. I did text somebody earlier and I asked them if they were a cat, and I said. Because I feel on a connection between us. And he said, oh, my God. Never talk to me again. I just, I just commented back with meow. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's just random. Like, it was crazy. It's like, because, like, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. And he said, like, the one thing, like, so what do you do? Like, he said, I do a lot of this smoking right here. All I do is smoke. <laughs> yeah. But he said, you don't do that. Well, you can do a lot of drinking. <laughs> I know. See, I drink. I do drink. But I really don't drink as much as I used to just because I have my son, so. Granted. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite drinks? Alcohol? Mm, used to be Jagerbomb. It's my favorite. That's my mom's. Yeah. Now, it's just, I mean, really, I've gotten a lot more into wine. Um, so, I, yeah, I like wine and then beer. I, but I don't really, I mean, I'm a, I don't like clear liquor, so. I like dark liquor. Okay. Dumb uh, whiskey girl, bourbon girl. You're a southern girl. That's yeah. what that is. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you can, the southern hospitality, when you start seeing the whiskey and bourbon right, coming around. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say before we wrap them? Yeah. Or can we find you on the internet? You anywhere? Or are you just taking uh, off? Well, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> what what um, is it? It is too legit to wit. Nine one, I think. Oh yeah, check. <laughs> she said two. I know, I know my Snapchat, which that one's really funny. That one is too legit to wit nine one, um, <laughs> and that's that's a T O O L E G I T, and then T O W H I T. Maybe I gotta look. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, ah. no, it's T O O L E G I T, the number two wit. W-H-I-T-9-1. <laughs> and that's that's my Instagram and also my Snapchat. I like people are like you talk about like we're we're just talking just back and forth. Yeah. You realize we've been only just been talking for an hour and a half. Really? <laughs> it, it doesn't even feel no, like it. it. it because like it. people don't get enough time to sit down and just have a conversation right. anymore. <laughs> and this has been A Boy episode twenty three with me. Thank you for coming on. Thanks uh, for having me. Of course. And like you can find me on Twitter at Agent Platypus23. Phineas and Ferb reference, of course. Yeah, Phineas <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we should probably that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked it, please leave a review. Uh, only rule I ask is that you share it with your friends. Whenever. Yeah. Um, you come on. Hey, just, you know, share it. Have fun. Helps, helps the show out. Keeps the mics on. You know. Yeah. And... Be on Twitter and this will be up on iTunes and YouTube and any of your podcast directories. And you all have a good night. <laughs> See y'all.